Hello again, my name is Sabra Papoli, and I am the owner and founder of Footfalls and Footfalls. Today's live instructor chat, we are going to be talking about reins and how the different size, shape, and texture of the reins can impact your students. Um, so I'm gonna wait here just a couple seconds, do some quick housekeeping while we wait for people to jump on live and find the live stream, because I know several of you guys wanted to jump on live. And um, really quick, in the comments or in the description of this video, I do have some links, one to my website. If you wanna find more free educational content and resource, check out hooffallsandfootfalls.com. I have an instructor blog. Um, there are some lesson plan ideas. There are links to resources that I suggest you guys look at, like um, books and arena props and all that. So all the free content is on my website. I also have the Intuitive Instructor Club. That is where you can learn from not just me, but also several other instructors. We have a combined experience of over 100 years in the industry. So if you don't want to learn from just me, but other people, check out intuitiveinstructorclub.com. There is actually a very detailed presentation on this topic in the Intuitive Instructor Club. We actually take a look at photos of three different sizes of hands and um, with with like little kid hand medium kid hand and bigger kid hand holding the same rein and we go into this rein topic even more in depth in the intuitive instructor club so more than just this live chat and then also for those of you that are depending on when you're watching it live or re-watching it i'm doing a free book club this summer in july to go over the language of coaching the art and science of teaching movement so check that out i put the email sign up link in the description of this video information can be found on my website as well and there's a little group um, that is linked to hooffalls and footfalls so totally free group amazing book we're going to meet once a week for three weeks at the end of July for about an hour and a half. And if you jump in early and sign up for that, you get to vote on the day and the time that we're going to do the live meetings. All right, so for those of you that are watching live or even on a replay, I would really appreciate it if you guys like or love the video, drop a comment of where you're watching from and um, what you kind of do in this industry that just helps this video get kicked out to other instructors. Feel free to share this video. Um, this can be used as educational, you know, continuing education and content since we are talking about instructor topics and disabilities and mechanics and a lot of good stuff here. All right. And I would also like to know what is your favorite type of rain that you use with your students? So I have three different rains here that we are going to be taking a look at. So rains are a very important piece of equipment that you we use probably almost every single class in adaptive riding lessons, right? We are utilizing these reins either connected onto a halter, connected onto a bit, maybe onto some type of bitless bridle or a side pole, but reins are usually a very common and standard piece of equipment that we're using. Sometimes though, very frequently, reins are actually overlooked on how big of a role they can play in our riders position, them having success at rein management, being able to correctly steer the horse. Um, so we're gonna take a look at different types of reins and talk about how these different reins might impact different students based off of the size of their hands, 
their, their physical ability, the texture of the reins. So we're gonna be talking about all those different factors. So first set of reins I have here, we have round rope reins. These are like the little set of um, like barrel reins or gym canner reins. Uh, these are on my pony. They have nice grippy texture. Uh, they do get a little sticky feeling though. That's the one thing I personally don't like about them. And they have, they did not have tape on them before, but they have a knot here and a knot here. Other than the tape that I personally added on, there are no markers here on this rein to show rein length. So with these reins, I added on tape to be able to give my students more concrete locations of where I want their hands placed. They can either hold on the green, they can hold on the blue, they can hold just below the green, above the green. So we've got a lot of different locations and a lot of different play in the length of the reins when we add on some type of physical marker like tape. With these reins, they are rounded and they're really good for students who like to grip with their entire hand. So grip like this versus put a pinky underneath. I'm personally okay with either one. Usually my smaller students, I have them hold with their entire hand around and their thumb over the top just because their hands are so little that tucking that pinky underneath is sometimes almost physically impossible and then it gets really bulky and uncomfortable with how little their hands are. Even for me, having adult-sized hands, well, I have very small hands for, for uh, being an adult, but this is uncomfortable for me with this thickness of rope rein. So these reins are a little thicker than a flat like leather rein or flat nylon rein. So they might offer a little bit more grip to a student who maybe cannot squeeze on that rein very well. That could be a student that maybe has some arthritis or joint issues, maybe their lower tone in their hand um, and, and have uh, motor skill difficulty as well. So these types of reins, the, the thicker rope rein might offer a good solid foundation for that hand to hold on to. These little bumps right here as well, they give a really nice tactile location of holding on to that rein and a, a location of where to put that hand. Beyond even the tape, they can feel that bump and even place it in the palm of their hand if needed. Um, with these reins, like I mentioned, tucking the pinky underneath may not be great um, because it's just uncomfortable. It can rub a little bit. Texture of these reins could be hit or miss for some of our students that have uh, sensory avoidance. If you have a sensory seeking student, they actually might like the texture because there's a little bit more bump and play in, in what you're feeling on these reins. They do have nice grip, so they're not gonna slide th through the hand quite as easily, especially if we all get my hand in the front, especially if we focus on putting the thumb on top of our rein. Downside with this thick of a rein though, is if we teach thumb over top and this gentle tent, which is good mechanics and correct holding of the rein, um, this rein can be hard to fold down and keep the thumb on for little hands or smaller hands, even if you have an adult with very small hands. This can be difficult with this thickness and type of rein, okay? Uh, someone had asked, are those bumps on the reins electrical tape? This is actually, uh, they're colored duct tape. And I've had this on the reins for 
about a year and a half actually. They've held up really well, but I do store them inside. Um, so this is colored duct tape. Electrical tape could work. I do find though that um, electrical tape seems to get a little like almost greasy or sticky feeling. So I prefer duct tape over electrical tape just personally. There's nothing wrong with either of them, they're fine. Um, but I, I'm really sensitive to like oily, sticky feelings. So I really like colored duct tape. Um, and if I were to redo this, like when these peel off, I would take the blue off because the blue blends in too easily with the color of the rain. And I would swap this out for like a yellow or orange or something a little bit more obvious than the blue. So we have rope rains. All right, next type of rains we're gonna talk about are our rainbow rains. These are a little faded. I've had these things for probably five or six years. I got them from Freedom Rider Tack online. They make a really awesome pair of this nylon rain. There's colors on one side. They are plain on the back. However, these hold up extremely well. And if you accidentally spray fly spray on them, they won't melt the, the rubber like some of the other rubber um, rainbow rains. These rains are also, I prefer the nylon version of these rainbow rains over the rubber version because they're not as heavy and you also get a little bit more flexibility and they're not as thick as the rubber version. So when we're looking at these rains, we're going to be looking at the width. So how wide are these rains and also how thick are these rains? Because these reins right here, if we have a rider hold on to them, either all four fingers around or a pinky tucked underneath, and we put our thumb on top, we want to see how the rein fits into the rider's hand. Okay, so for me, this rein fits inside this joint here from my knuckle to that first joint in my finger where it bends. This rein allows me to close my hand, although it's a little snug. I'm a little bit more comfortable this way than pinky underneath, but I'm able to close my fingers all the way around the rein here, see that? Now, if I were to have a child who has shorter fingers and a shorter distance between the knuckle and the, the first joint of their finger there, and it's smaller, they might have difficulty closing their fingers around the reins. And then what's that going to cause? That's gonna cause difficulty in them being able to maintain hand position on the reins because if, if they can't close their fingers around the reins, then that it, rein is gonna slide in and out no matter how good of a grip they have, they're gonna have less security on those reins. Their hands might also get fatigued more easily if they're grabbing onto something that's super wide. Um, they might say that it's uncomfortable for them too because the rein is pushing into the palm of their hand and into their fingers because it's so wide in comparison to how their body is uh, currently built and how their hands function. So um, watch out for the width of the rain and also the thickness of the rain. With these reins and any type of nylon rain, something that you also have to watch out for is the texture and the grip. I love these reins. The one downside is one, they're a little thick and two, they're a little slippery. These aren't as bad since I've had them for a while and um, they're, they're a little fuzzy if you can kind of see. You know, they're well-loved, well-worn in and they have a little bit more grip. But I will tell you that for riders who um, do have a little bit of dif difficulty with uh, motor skills in the hands, um, grip strength, arthritis, 
some low tone overall, they do sometimes have difficulty maintaining grip on the rein, even when we're focusing on the good mechanics of wrapping fingers around and gently tenting the thumb over the rein there so that we keep the grip between the thumb and primarily that first finger. And then these rein, these fingers just give extra support and a little extra play, pro, extra play. sorry, tripping over my words there. Um, so that is the one downside of these reins. However, I really do like that they have colors because again, I can play a lot with rein length and say hold at the top of the green, hold in the middle, hold at the bottom, hold half on green, half on orange. And then same thing applies to orange and yellow. So there's a lot of different ways that you can describe rein length on this type of rein. But um, they are a little thick and a little wide for tiny little hands for kids. That That's the one downside. And um, I did mention that there is color on one side but not on the other. So I have these reins. <clears throat> on spinner clasp that can hook onto a halter or onto a bit. And so that way we can have the reins um, laying flat to where the color is where the student can see them. So I put spinner clips on most of my reins that I need to transfer between the uh, different bridles. All right, so we have our nylon rainbow reins. Next thing we're gonna talk about is leather reins. So these are leather reins that have little bumps and markers on them. Um, again, they used to be black. The paint is wearing off, but I actually just used fingernail polish and put a color coat on and a clear coat on. I did this probably three years ago. And these again are very well loved um, and the color has stayed on pretty well. So I get the benefit of having green and purple here on my reins to give my students some type of, again, visual concrete marker of that hand location and rein length versus just saying, um, you know, if our buckle is here, saying let's shorten up to, hi ladybug, <laughs> to um, the first bump or the second bump. So I've got the colors here and they're kind of like a homemade rainbow rain now for these leather reins. Leather reins, let's take a look at the difference between the width of these two. So we have these two reins here. Do you see how much wider these nylon reins are than the leather reins. So these leather reins width-wise are going to be easier for someone with a smaller hand or maybe shorter fingers to be able to wrap their fingers around, probably tuck that pinky underneath and actually be able to close their fingers all the way. For me, even, even though I have adult-sized hands, I am more comfortable with this leather rein here than this nylon rein, even with pinkies on top or pinkies underneath. Again, preference on what you want to do there. Um, so I can I can get a better grasp on this leather rein than I can with this nylon rein. Also, if I'm putting thumbs on top, I am more easily able to keep good position with my thumb on this rein than this one because there's a little bit more flex in this rein because look at the, the width now or I'm sorry, not with the thickness of the rain. We've got like a double ply rain here, makes them really durable, but this leather rain here is about half the thickness. So again, when we're looking at little hands or maybe hands that have um, shorter fingers or shorter joints because of whatever physical diagnosis that they might have, um, you know, dwarfism or um, there are some genetic disorders that also 
impact the different proportions of the hand and joints and all that, reins are something to look at because if you go from a wider rein to a thinner rein and a less so a thinner rein and a more narrow rein, you might notice that your student has an easier time holding on to those reins and maintaining hand position. If you have a, a student that goes around, you know, holding kind of, we call it floppy fingers, you know, really loose fingers, it could be that that rein is too heavy, too thick, too wide for them, and they it's exhausting and almost physically impossible for them to actually close their hand and have good mechanics around the rein. So this leather rein, I really like because it's nice and pliable. The weight is nice. These are can get a little heavy sometimes. Um, the texture on these is nice. You have a little bit better grip on this leather rein than on the nylon rein. Um, I also have a pair of like web nylon reins that are the same. They're a little bit thinner than this type of nylon rein because we don't have the color in there. However, the width of them is similar to this rainbow rein and they're wider, the, the web nylon reins are wider than this leather rein here, but they still have the flat piece and the notches in between them. Um, so pay attention to your reins, the width of the rein, the thickness of the rein, the texture. These reins, again, I've had for several years, the leather ones, so they have a nice grip on them. They're not slimy, they're not sticky, they're not too slippery. Um, like if it was a brand new rain and really stiff leather, you might need to oil it and work it in and, and you know, create some um, use, some manufactured use in that rain to get it more comfortable. Um, with the rope reins, you kind of have what you have. They can get a little bit more flexible the more you use them. They might start off a little stiffer when they're new, but the texture of them and the, the flexibility is going to be limited to how thick they are, the roundness, all of that. Um, so with students that have joint difficulty where they have issues closing their hands due to arthritis, um, maybe lower tone, maybe motor skills, going with something where there's a rounded thickness for them to grab into might help a little bit better than a wider, flatter rein. Kind of depends. Another way that you can adapt these reins to meet the need of a student that can't close their hand all the way is to cut slots into a tennis ball and slide the tennis ball on, and then you can actually put the tennis ball on a certain location and the student can grab that tennis ball. You can use the small ones or you can use standard size. If you're working with youth, I would use the smaller, like the small dog tennis balls, and then for adults, you can use the larger standard size tennis ball. Um, be careful though, if the rider is riding independently and really needs to use the reins to steer and halt the horse on their own, tennis balls, when, a, when pressure is applied, can slide. So be aware of that. Another thing that you can do if you need to thicken up the reins a little bit and add um, some texture and some grip and you're not needing to adjust reins a lot is to take vet wrap or coban wrap i think is the the human version of it and wrap it around the location that you need your rider to grab onto and that can create almost like a mini ball there for them to hold on to and a little bit more of a grip because the vet wrap if you've ever felt if you have ever felt it gets a little um it's got you know some stick to it so it can help students that have slip 
gloves, uh, having your students ride in gloves may or may not help them. Um, it might create a little extra grip. My fingers are so small, I actually have a very hard time with rain management when I wear gloves. So keep that in mind too, is that gloves might create grip. However, when you're adding in layers of material in between the fingers, and we have material to bend, and the material of our rain to bend and manage between our fingers, that can get a lot for that student to, to work through. So, for those of you jumping on live, do you guys have any questions or comments? Um, Nicole says, I've tried different colored and textured fabrics on the bumps too. Yeah, that can help as well. Uh, Christina says she likes the rope makate or rainbow or rope reins with water loops on them. Uh, let's see. And someone standing in Lime Universal Studios. That sounds really fun. I hope you're having fun there. Yeah, so I don't have a ton of specialty reins um, just for the students that I currently serve. I adapt what I have. I love the rainbow reins because of the color, but I can tell you that my favorite pair of reins are these leather reins uh, and adding on the different colors onto the bumps. Sorry, these two. I need to redo them. These are my favorite. These are the ones that with students that are struggling with motor skills in their hands and they might have smaller hands. I work with a lot of kids, so that's just kind of um, where, where my niche is with teaching right now. Um, I, I love working with the younger kids and um, preteens. So I, my favorite reins are these leather ones and I have modified them by putting the color on so that I have the color there to better communicate to the students where they need to have the rain length at. These bumps are also nice too because they can sometimes brace their thumb against there and it helps the rain not slip through their fingers as well. These are my favorite for youth riders, riders that have um, issues with motor skills and who might be lacking some hand strength. These are good for students that were just really working on holding the reins, a little bit of raining, a little bit of woes, but again, they do get a little slippery. Um, rope reins, not my favorite, but they're the ones that fit my pony, so I, I work with them, but these really, honestly, for kids, I found that they're too thick and we have a lot of issues with rain management and being able to hold and and I notice them saying more frequently that their hands are getting tired and they need a break. So yeah, uh, leather reins are by far my personal favorite. Some adults though, these leather reins are a little bit too small, too petite for them and so I will go up to the web nylon reins and add on color if I need to or use these rainbow rings. Um, but yeah, I'm a big texture, touch, feel person too. So I ride in all of these reins and, and the feel and the weight of them too, I pay attention to as well. So that's something that, um, ride in the different reins, see what it's like to have different hand positions, whatever you're asking your horse to do, walk, track, canter, turning, halts, um, lateral work, whatever you're going to be asking your student to do with the horse and whatever equipment you're going to be using, you should be riding in it as well so that you know what it feels like. All right, uh, Tammy says, with vet wrap, I put a different color on each rein, so instead of saying left or right or inside outside rein, I can say blue or green rein for learning to steer. Yeah, really, really good tip of adding on different color. So instead of having, let me find it, green on the top of both sides, if you're creating your own 
rainbow rains or colors, you could have green on one side for your right and say pink on the top for your left. And you can start to reinforce the left and the right or the inside and the outside rain by saying, I want you to take your green rain, which is your right rain, and open it or squeeze it back or however you word it. Or we're gonna use our outside rain to keep our horse on the rail and the outside rain is our green rain. So yeah, those are ways, use those colors um, and those concrete things to help your riders learn, reinforce, practice, whatever level they're at of left and right, inside, outside, because those are very abstract terms that a lot of us forget to check in on from week to week on whether or not our riders remember or know left and right, inside, outside. So, all right, any other questions or comments for those of you jumping on live? Um, and for those that might've jumped on a little later, make sure you check out my July free summer book club. We're gonna be going over the language of coaching. We'll be meeting once a week. Uh, for the last three weeks of July, you guys can vote on time if you sign up early. Um, and the link is in the description of this video here on Facebook. Please like this video, share it with other instructors. It helps get the algorithm out and all the tech stuff and you know people can see the page and see the content more. And I'm gonna be going live at least once a week over the summer since I am on break for my program, so that means I get to spend more time with you guys. So if you have a special request for a live topic, if it's something I can do live easily without like creating PowerPoint, I will try to do that. I do have the next few weeks planned out. So like my page, Hoof Falls and Footfalls, um, get on my email list, which you can find that at hooffallsandfootfalls.com. I have a free email list. I will be sending out event notifications and reminders there. And if you want to learn more about reins and management of the hands and how it looks in different sized hands and um, with different diagnosis and physical disabilities, check out Intuitive Instructor Club. I have a very in-depth presentation on this topic with photos and we're taking a, a look at different sized hands with different reins um, and much more in depth than just this live chat here. So thank you guys for jumping on live um, and I will see you guys next week and the next live chat is going to be on saddles. So whether having a small saddle with a larger rider is better or a smaller rider with a larger saddle is better. How does it impact the rider? How does it impact our horse? How does it impact position and mechanics? So that is gonna be the next live chat next week and I'm trying to rotate it through days and times so that you guys can jump on at different times depending on where you're at in the US or even outside of the United States. So. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you guys for joining in live. Thank you for those of you that are watching on replay and I will see you guys on the next live instructor chat.